whether if it's your kicks, clothes, or anything else. Going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan. And when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than a gold standard. Magnum large size condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum. Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy. A baller? Balling. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops. LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside, delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown, it's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe, good one rise Kobe underneath, puts his nose on the line again, makes the basket, he's fouled. Oh, what a play! And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front, says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break, Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. So how's the down home tour going for you so far? Man, the down home tour has been great, man. It's my uh, first ever headlining tour. It's my first ever headlining tour, man. So I got a chance to take my brother's Neon Union out with me. Um, you know, we got to put together the show I've always wanted to put together. Cause you know, as an opener sometimes, you ain't got that much time. You know what I mean? So there'd be a bunch of stuff you want to try out. You know, musical transitions, you know, video walls and stuff you don't really have time to do. But, you know, being able to do my own tour, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It was, it was lit. Got the chance to learn a lot, try some things out that I've learned from other artists. What's your favorite thing about being the headliner? My favorite thing about being a headliner is two things. One, we get a chance to fulfill our musical dreams as a kid. You know, me and my band, everything we've ever wanted to do on stage. Number two for me is we're the last person that people hear before they leave. So we have a great opportunity to really inspire someone that day, let them leave that show motivated. You know what I mean? So the last thing they hear between the last thing they hear before they go back out to the world, man, is something I could have said to motivate them. It's something I could have said to, you know, continue to help us all push towards love. You know what I'm saying? Like loving yourself, loving your family, and just giving them a good time. You never know. Like a lot of times, man, that concert is the one thing people need that week to get away from the nonsense in their life. You know what I mean? So that's what I love about it. Being able, I call it, I call it culture shaping. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sure you performed at some of the biggest music festivals. If you can go back in time and attend one festival, you know, what would it be like for me? I think I would go back to like Woodstock, like 99. Yeah. Well, I would say, I would say like Woodstock or uh, Live 8, man, when uh, uh, Queen played, bro. That was probably crazy. You know, um, which atmosphere has the most pressure? You know, being on stage with 20K people screaming at you or, or like shooting like the game winning 
three-point shot with like 10 seconds left or going to the line to seal again? Man, I don't know. I see, I'm the type of person, man, I thrive on the pressure. You know what I'm saying? I look for pressure. I love it. You know what I mean? Because for me, it's not pressure because it's like, you know, I'm prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of look at it. I remember going back to high school days and went to college and, and just, you know, hooping and, and the game being on the line. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do to get that win. You know what I mean? But for me, it wasn't pressure because it's like hot. You know, as kids, we all did that, you know, count down team by team, down by two, three, 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 all the drama out. Where do you see KD and Kyrie going? I know you got your fingers crossed hoping Kyrie could come to your Lakers. Heck yeah. Honestly, I see KD going to Washington and Chicago. But real talk, I think that would think Kyrie would be great in LA. You know I mean, if he could get, keep AD healthy. But I don't know. I, I think it would be good, man. Like so many different ways that the season LA is shaping out, man. I could see us even Kyrie and Westbrook, but they both need the ball in their hand. And then some of my, some of my homeboys are like, yo, what if y'all trade LeBron for some younger pieces? You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, that's not a no disrespect to LeBron, but you know, he's not the same LeBron he was seven years ago. You know what I mean? So if I'm like, man, if we can get two, three pieces younger, two scorers and a defender, I don't know, it might not be a bad trade. <laughs> But I don't know. I would definitely love to see Kyrie in the Lakers jersey with AD and LeBron. Hopefully, it's enough to get the job done. We definitely need some younger players. Last year, we took them out of nursing home all season. Like, our most consistent player last year, Carmelo Anthony, for crying out loud. Yeah, I don't. And I was rooting for you guys because I, because I wanted Melo to win the ring. But uh, that ain't happened. So. so, like, I think KD in Miami might be pretty dangerous, too, especially if they still have – Jimmy Butler and Bam on the roster. Like, I think that team oh, yeah. beat the Celtics in the conference finals. Dude, that would be a problem, though. Let's see, Miami's just missing one piece, man. I figured, like, but what I love to see, though, man, Jimmy's such a dog, bro. He's, like, turned that team into, like, killers, man. They're hunger now. It's just crazy watching Miami play, man. I just always felt like there was one piece away. Because, like, every time, you know, you get down to that game six, Game five, game seven, felt like sometimes Jimmy didn't have that other dog with him he could depend on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that, you know, of course, Jimmy's never said that. This is me talking as a fan. You know, I mean, you'll never hear Jimmy talk about his team or whatever. But, you know, as a as a fan, watching him, I'm like, dang, man, he just need one more piece, bro. So he'd be ready. Uh, they just need somebody to put them over the hump. Yeah, man, that's exactly what they need. They have another person, man, just come in. Man, real talk. Carmelo Anthony could have been that piece for him. You know what I mean? Because Melo, the way Melo was coming in off the bench for the Lakers this season, it's like they don't need no other superstar. They just need somebody else that's going to come through, and, you know what I mean, and, and kind of put them over that hump. I was talking to a friend about this same conversation. You know, I think Paul could would be a good fit in Miami. 
on the basketball. Oh, that would be, oh yeah, that would be good. He said on the basketball court. <laughs> Yo, Kyrie would be fire, man. It just all depends on which Kyrie gonna show up, man. You know, is it is it the Earth is round, Kyrie, or is it the Earth is flat, Kyrie? You know, two different Kyries, dog. You know what I mean? He's in a contract year this year, so I think he'll be on his best behavior after that. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Kyrie, dog. He's so dope, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this guy, man. All right, so, so he got the ability. So knowing what you thought about Kyrie, would would you trade him for Westbrook um, straight up? Man, nah, man, because what I love about Westbrook, Westbrook a dog, man. Westbrook, Westbrook, uh, real talk, is my favorite player since Kobe retired. Because Westbrook's a dog. Westbrook's going to give it to you 100%. And I know there's people always talk about Westbrook. People try to say Westbrook pass stats. But you know how hard it is to get to average a triple-double? You know what I mean? So I don't know if I would trade Westbrook straight up for Kyrie because I know every single day, every single game, every single practice, Westbrook going to show up. I can't always count on Kyrie going to show up. All right, so, so so knowing what you know about Westbrook and how he fits with Brian, like, do you think it'll be better for him to come off the bench? Because me, I just don't want him to go out like Carmelo did for them two years or go out like Iverson did. I don't know. I just – I mean, man. just like the first man off the bench in a six-man role, not even the 12th man. Just the first person off but, the bench. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I put Westbrook on the bench. Now, who would we start over? You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, as professionals, it's like it's your job to figure this out. That's how I look at it. You know, people say, well, Westbrook need the ball in his hand. LeBron need the ball in his hand. If you, if you ask me, they both need shooting lessons from, uh, what's that shooter? Uh, lethal shooter. If you ask me, LeBron and Westbrook both need to spend the summer with lethal shooter. So I'm like, how are you this long in the NBA and your jump shot still not that consistent, dog? Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, dog. Like, I do your game. Because, like, the older you get, you figure, like, you're going to slow down. That's why when Jordan came back for the Wizards, he was still dropping 19-something points, all jump shots. Because that jump shot don't never leave. Honestly, I think they could make it work. They just got to figure out a way to make it work and understand, like, yo, LeBron, you're getting a chance to play with a guy that's going to give you everything you need every single possession. And Westbrook, you know, you're playing with a guy that's one of the best. You ever do it. So it's like, just think both guys got to kind of like get together, figure out what works best for the team, and adjust their game accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Because they got to be able, even if that means some games, LeBron got to play in the post a little bit more. You know what I mean? To, 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 to maximize a, a mismatch or something like that. Who knows? I don't know. They, not, they got to figure something out, bro. Those Lakers fan, I was going crazy. Well, I think it could work. Five bombs to the fourth, and Westbrook just stays the point guard. I think it, yeah, but AD like he don't want to play five for some reason. AD is playing soft, bro. I don't know what he's doing. He need to get it together too, and stay healthy and stop falling on the ground, man. Get your ass off the ground. Why are you always falling? <laughs> My goodness. You know, I seen him posting his workout videos in slow motion. I'm like, they fooled me once with Hoodie Mellon, so they ain't catching me again. Man, he need to be doing squats the whole season. He get some weight in his ass. People say, well, Jimmy, why don't you say that? You're not in the NBA. I know I'm not in the NBA. It's not my job. That's like me coming out on stage every night. 
being okay and not figuring out a way to get better. Like, nah, man, that's your job, player. You trying to win or not. Mm -hmm. Carmelo should be the first option. <laughs> You know, like if you're Gene, would you like entertain trading AD? For trading a AD? Yeah, or like say like KD? Nah. Like, I I I trade LeBron for KD. You want to trade AD for? Um, no, I trade LeBron for KD straight up. Nah, I think I'll entertain that a little bit. Cause I'm like. Yeah, that would give us Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and AD, right? And with Kevin Durant, you get a guy that can shoot off the pick and roll. You get a guy that don't need the ball in his hand all the time. You also get a guy that's going to run the floor consistently when Westbrook is pushing the ball because he's going to spot up, throw the defense away, plus you still got AD in the middle. I would trade LeBron straight up for, for Durant in a heartbeat. That's just me. Like right now where LeBron is, you know, uh, in his career, oh, easy. But I don't think anybody would like off up the world for LeBron at this point, even though he's still no, no, nah, not at all. And he's getting older too, man. He's not, you know, bouncing back from injuries as fast, and he's getting injured a lot, a lot more. He's not getting injured a lot like Anthony Davis injured a lot. But you know, LeBron spoiled us all these years, man. You know, we're used to seeing him. Being a man of steel, not getting injured, not, you know, not missing games. And then you start to see that he's human. We got opportunity to get somebody like Kevin Durant. We need to go and get him, Doc. And that's what's crazy to me. Like, AD is playing like he's about to hit 40. And LeBron. Exactly. So uh, I don't know what's wrong with these guys? These guys need to eat their spinach or something. I don't know what's going on, man. You know, um, I think LA should just try to get Buddy Hill because I'm tired of hearing all the trade rumors for like the past three years. Buddy, Buddy Hill. Hill, where's he at? He's still, where is he? Is he still in Sacramento? I think he's with the pace of now. I don't get, I don't understand why Damian Lillard signed an extension with Portland. Like, are you not trying to win a championship ever? What are you doing? You know, I, I think that contract is going to be viewed as the Westbrook contract within, like, three years into the deal. That's going to be a bad deal for important. It's a horrible deal. Well, it's, a great, it's a great deal for Lillard financially. Mm -hmm. But I think you got to understand that, listen, bro, you probably never going to win an NBA championship. Because they ain't going to win one in Portland. That ain't going to happen. You know, that's a dude they should have, the Lakers should have been targeting. Man. Heck yeah, man. And he, like, he from LA, from Oakland. He's from Oakland, ain't he? Yeah, but I think he's a clutch athlete too, so, you know, I'm pretty oh, sure. Heck yeah, he clutch, man. The Lakers should have been one after a little, man. Like heavy. Right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, would, would you trade Dame for AD then? Dame for KD? No, AD. For Dame Lillard, do we? Yeah, I would. See, this is what I do. I trade Dame for AD, right? Honestly, when you got a guy like Dame, man, you only need somebody in the middle. Like, if, you, if the Lakers could get bring in Dame Lillard, a shooter, have LeBron, and bring in like an Ernest Cantor or uh, Stephen 
Adam, somebody in the paint that's grab a rebound, blocking shots, setting picks, can give you 10 and 10 a night. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about Steve Adams, bro. He, he a dog, bro. Steve Adams is a dog. You know, did you watch any of the Lakers summer league games? You know, I felt old seeing um Scotty Pippen Jr. and and Shaq like, Sun playing. Dog. Same, bro. I felt hella old. I was like, these little dudes old enough to be watching them right now. That's crazy. They in the they playing the Lakers summer league, dog. Yo, I seen that do-rag, man. You were just missing the cigarette. Exactly. Devin had to rock the do-rag. When I, when I put the do-rag on, I turned back into, uh, you know, park Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Were you and Miles Garrett on the same team? Because, you know, that dude's a big dude, and I don't hate to be in the lane with him, basketball or not. You know, nah, I, think- I mean, him was the opposite. I was on teams with Quavo. Man, if Miles Garrett would have been on my team, bro, We'd have beat them by like 50. We already beat them by like 20. And my dude Alex, aka Peloton, was getting after it. We would have Miles Dead or that long jumper. They had this long jumper on the team, dunking on people on my team. I was like, come on, dog. I remember the first play of the game. Weaver went down there and got his stuff swatted by Miles Garrett. I was like, come on, dog. That's not how we need to start this game. Hey, man, better Miles Garrett than a guy like Kevin Hart. So, man, but listen, yeah, I, well, if I ever see Kevin Hart swat anybody's stuff on my team, you never touch the basketball again around me, ever. If Kevin Hart swat your stuff, you need to never play basketball again. Matter of fact, you don't need to watch basketball again. You just need to forget basketball is this. Get amnesia. <laughs> Pretty much just watching it with us on on the couch. You know, um, Jimmy Kevin Butler. Hart swat your stuff, you need to go play lacrosse. Jimmy Butler, like we said earlier, you know, he's a big country music guy. You know, how does it feel to have, you know, brothers listening to this genre of music, even though as black people, like we were the originators of country music? It feels good, man. You know what I mean? I have, you know, people listening to it. Uh, you know, making it a, a worldwide genre, which it is. You know, I uh, was talking about the other day. One of my friends that worked at Viacom, and he's asking me, well, Jimmy, how does it feel, you know, the same thing, to have black people supporting, uh, you know, country music. Mm-hmm. And it feels good, you know, because they say, you know, yeah, we're the creators. I was like, I said, yeah, it feels good. But I said, well, we creators. I'm going to need us to do better than I'm going to need us to have a country music category on the BET Awards if we're the creators. And, you know what I'm saying? Where's that category at? You know what I mean? Facts, man. So before we go, like, um, I want to talk sneakers with you. Like, what's in your sneaker rotation right now? Man, I think I got about uh, 600 pair upstairs still in the box, haven't opened. And then total sneakers, I think I got a little bit over 3,000. Wow. Like, like how much of the three do, do you bring on, um, like, your tours and stuff? Real talk, I wear the same four pairs of shoes, bro. <laughs> I got them others just because I like them. Just like I say, I got them. <laughs> I didn't really wear them, bro. I wear these, like, low-top Steph Curry's a lot. I wear these. I wear a couple pairs of my ones. Then I wear my extra tough, like, fishing boots. I wear those all the time. 
like, do you have a favorite um, sneaker? Like, mine's is like the Jordan Two silhouette, but I like the Jordan One sneaker, but I like the two, the the silhouette of it. Yeah, I think my favorite is a mix between the Jordan uh, the Fives. Fives are dope, uh, and uh, Andrew, those pink Jordan Jays I just got. Those are the Fives, right? Yeah, the Jordan Fives might be my favorite. Fives. And um, I like the 12 too. Oh yeah, that's my favorite look. Jordan shoes. The hoop and out of 10. Yeah, those those are the best to hoop in. Like I don't know how people could hoop in yeah. ones. They're like I have no idea how people can hoop in ones, bro. But I see people that can hoop in ones. That I don't trust them. You can't trust people like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's when people wearing the the black Air Forces. You know, I keep an eye on. Yeah, like I can't hoop in LeBron's either, man. LeBron's shoes are so big and clunky. I can't hoop in those. I can't hoop in Westbrook's. I can't hoop in KD's. My like, favorite shoes I used to hoop in, though, those Tracy McGrady's and those first Kobe's. Yeah, Kobe's are good to hoop in because they're weight. I mean, not the like, first Kobe's, not not the first one with Adidas. The first one he had with Nike. Anything that's lightweight. So, um, yeah. like what? What would a uh, Jimmy Allen, you know, ex Nike or Adidas sneaker collab look like to you? Uh, it would definitely be gold, the first edition. You know what I mean? It would be like extra. Like, I'm down to put some sparkle, but those are my joints, bro. It would be, be crazy. Um, that's what I'm trying to get next year. I get my own pair of sneakers. I can be lit city. You get some customs from the um from the shoe surgeon, I think is his name. The sneaker surgeon. The- yeah. Yeah, he, he did my customs for the All Star game last year and then I'm having my own celebrity tournament this year, August twelfth. I got uh they made some stay uh uh shout out to my boy Chris at Under Armour. They designed me my own pair of shoes for uh my celebrity basketball game too. All right, so before we go, I'm going to play start, bench, cut. I'll just, I'll give you three names, and you tell me if you're going to start him, bench him, or cut him. All right, bet. Right, so the first the first set is for country music dudes. You got Kane Brown. He's Kane is another hooper. I hoop for him before. He, he's decent. We're talking about starting, starting all these people for, like, hooping, right? Yeah. Eric Church, or... Elvis Presley. So you said Kane Brown, Eric Church, and who else? Elvis. Elvis. Elvis Presley? Oh, he's getting cut. Eric Church coming off the bench and we'll start Kane Brown. Mm-hmm. I think that's like Elvis and Frank Sinatra. I like One is another one stole music from Black. Man, Elvis was definitely heavily influenced by uh, Chuck Berry, though. All right, so the next one is Kobe, LeBron, Magic. And we might say I'm crazy, but man, I'm starting Kobe, and LeBron, I'm a bitch Magic. All right, man, because LeBron, Magic, they're really the same type of player. If you really think That's about what I'm it. saying. And to me, you know, Irv is more of a, he's more of a killer than LeBron. Is, I think, you know what I'm saying? So I have Irv coming off the bench and cut LeBron, I'm going to start Kobe. Like, do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Yeah, man, I got my, my new album, Tulip Drive, is out right now. Everywhere you can purchase and stream music. 
Uh, we got the Caribbean tour going on down in Limestone, starting October. Make sure y'all check that out. You know, my kids' book is out right now. My voice is a trumpet. Uh, September, you know, make sure y'all tune in to uh, NBC. Uh, the voice is going to be a good season this year. Uh, American Idol is going to be a good season this year. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, wherever y'all want to end up, y'all follow me on the social A-L-L-E-N. All right, facts, man. And so, uh, the new bowling tournament, too, October 16th. Make sure y'all don't know if y'all in the bowling or not. October 16th, you know, make sure y'all tune in to Fox and uh, watch me get my bowl on. All right, man. Um, So when is the celebrity basketball game again? So my celebrity basketball game is August 12th at Cape, Cape Hanover High School, 6 p.m. Uh, Where's that? Uh, Cape High School in Lewis, Delaware. Okay. And then the next day, August third, August thirteenth is uh, the day of my second annual. I got my own festival called the Baby James Music Fest in my hometown of Milton, Delaware, out in the middle of this field. That's it. All right. So, multi genres: hip hop, country, rock, Christian, everything out there. All right, man. Man, I, I appreciate you, bro. And, uh, yeah, you can get out to the discovery game, whatever. You know, slide through. I mean, I bet. Whether if it's your kicks, clothes, or anything else, going with the best gives you that swagger and confidence to be yourself, to be bold, and to live large. Living large is all about being authentic, cool under pressure, and prepared for whatever comes your way. You always got to be the man with a plan. And when life throws those special moments at you, you can't accept anything less than the gold standard. Magnum large size condoms help you play it cool and stay protected. Magnum.